Bay State Bank and Trust Company account holder, you can check your balances, view transactions, transfer funds, and pay bills anywhere or anytime with State Bank and Trust Company's online banking or mobility app. Call or stop by any State Bank and Trust location for all the details. State Bank and Trust Company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. On August 29, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985-446-3333. I'm Matt Ori. And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Whoa, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. It is a Saints game day, a little different than uh, games in the past for sure. As you know, Orleans Saints have 24 players on the COVID list. They're not playing. We'll go over all of those names and who's available here as well. 800-998-1003 is the number to give us a call. It's Gus Kattengill with you here. Jordan, the intern, will join us as well this hour as Rafael Esparza will talk to us next segment. But I want to get to some Ian books down here in this segment. But first, this just came out here in the last couple of minutes. Not the fact that this game was moved. The NFL has flexed the Saints-Panthers game, originally set for noon on Sunday. Noon on Sunday, final home game of the year. They moved it to 325, national audience. And the Panthers, just a little bit ago, have placed six players on their own COVID list. Panthers yesterday got hammered by Tampa. And I'm trying to find this bite for Matt Rule in which he, he references Jay-Z. That's how things are going on over there. We lost five straight. Something like nine of the last 12. They were in last place, five and ten. It was uh, not a pretty game. And that's where they are. But, like we said... They now have six players on their COVID list. Games at 325 on Sunday, 32 to 6. 32 to 6 was the final in Carolina yesterday. Tampa Bay Buccaneers with the win there. All right. So Ian Book's going to get the starts. Want you to hear what he had to say on Friday when he was made available. And first and foremost, this is him on getting the opportunity to play. Every day, just taking it day by day. We're getting obviously getting closer to Monday night. But I'm not going to play with my mind and say, you know, maybe they come back in time. I'm, I'm starting at this point. I'm playing. I plan on playing, and we'll, we'll kind of go from there. Um, that's what I got to do this whole entire week to get ready. You can't just flip that switch on, you know, Monday morning trying to get ready. It doesn't work like that, especially at the quarterback position. That's what I've learned, and that's what I've learned, you know, talking with all these other quarterbacks this year. You know, I talked to Trevor with it when he was playing. You know, you got to take it the whole week seriously because you never know. And, um you know, I was the fourth quarterback on the list. You wouldn't expect things to happen like this, but with COVID, you never know. So just taking it and uh, trying to get a routine. It's been tough because you can't get into the building, but every day I'm just getting up early and I'm studying. You know, I'm, I'm learning as much as I can. Um, definitely, like, on pen and paper. It, was, it felt really good just to get out here today to walk through it. I needed these reps, and I told the coach that I need these walkthrough reps, and um, it, it was awesome. I need to see it and picture it, and uh, it's coming through. It's going to be a good week, and... I'm excited. It's an unbelievable opportunity is what it is. One of the things that Ian Book touched on here as well is the question was, how how do you think you've grown from then to now? Then being training camp, now being this past Friday. Yeah, I think last time we talked was getting ready for yeah training camp, getting ready for that Baltimore game. You know, I got to play the second half. Um, I feel a a ton better. That that feels like it was so long ago. Um, 
taking them every time there was a rep I got to take it mentally so add up all those reps I got to do it mentally um, you know never had to do it with the ones obviously but every single time they were doing it and watching film you just got to envision that it's you out there and hear those reads over and over until it's really ingrained in your mind and I do feel a lot better uh, coaches have done a great job getting with me and getting me all set up and um, it's just time to go out there and do it Here's the obvious question that you're going to ask. I mean, do you feel ready? Do you feel as ready as you can be considering what's happened in the process of being ready to play? Yeah, it might feel like that a little bit, but just coming out here today, I got this whole team, you know, behind me. I feel like all these guys got my back. And just to hear everyone, you know, how excited they are that I get a chance is pretty cool. Um you know, I feel like I've been on the Saints for longer than I have, you know, getting close with these guys. and um, I, But I see what you're saying. You know, I haven't even thought about that. So getting off on the sideline, I'll be right there with RC and with Pete and, you know, with Blake now. And, shoot, Blake's played for a long time. He's, he's got a lot of starts under his belt. I want to hear from him as well. And, but at the end of the day, I know what i got to do. Um, you know, it's obviously the NFL, and, you know, I haven't had a start or played in it yet. But I know what i got to do at the, at the quarterback level to win this game. Here's Ian Book on the support he's been getting, not only from teammates, but other people around the league. No, no Drew has not, but I've got, I think I have like 200 texts. I'm just going to have to get to those a little bit later, I'm trying to focus. But uh, I got a lot, of, I got a good support group. Got people texting me that, you know, I wouldn't think would text me. It's pretty cool to see that they're, you know, they're tuned in and they're watching. And it's a big stage. And, uh, you know, my family will be in town. And my brother was in boot camp in the military happens to be off this weekend coming down here regardless and now i'm starting so it's kind of timing out pretty good kind of cool especially since um his brother by the way in the army boot camp and he's able to be there and he was already in town as of friday and book also saying that support that he just touched on absolutely comes from the saints quarterback room. yeah actually every quarterback has Jameis reached out sent me a nice note you know trevor called me Taysom called me so it's been pretty cool just go out there and play football have fun um you know, we always say stay ready. I've been joking with Taysom or with Trevor all year. We always say stay ready every time you see each other. And, you know, now we're at this point. So they're excited for me. You know, I wish them well and hope they get better soon. Um, but um, they've sent me some good notes and some good points on what I need to do to focus and get locked in. And um, kind of the three keys, they've each given me a few keys just to get ready for this game and things to focus on. And speaking of focus, I think what's impressive, too, is understanding the environment and understanding to be ready. Look, I mean, Teddy, two gloves, right? The Rams, Breeze got hurt. He said, I wasn't ready. Veterans sometimes aren't ready and don't approach it a certain way every week. So he was asked, what has this past week been like in terms of getting ready? Uh, Yeah, it's been a wild week. There's no doubt. Um, You know, Went to the first day of practice, and you know Trevor obviously didn't feel well, and he went in immediately um, and got tested. And you know after practice, heard that boom, he was positive, so that's one. And then uh, I'm losing track of days, but was it yesterday? Maybe two days ago? Yeah, two days. Maybe was it yesterday? Taysom? Gosh, yeah. So it was yesterday. Uh, you know, Taysom actually called me, so um, he called me and said, "Hey, did you hear the news? I tested positive." So just boom, boom, two days in a row, and. I can count, so I knew I was the last one. <laughs> You're up. <laughs> you are up. Um, so uh, we we touched on what are the things and attributes, and you kind of heard Sean mention it a little bit ago when we played it last hour. Some of Ian Book's best traits are the fact that he can be mobile, roll about the pocket, do things of that nature. He, he touches on how a guy like Taysom Hill is somebody he's looked at. I'd love to be as good of a runner as Taysom and hurdle people. Um, but, no, I mean, I have a little bit of that in my game. There's no doubt, you know. And I watched Taysom this whole entire year run around. He's someone that I look up to. And just the way he – his process, the way he – other than just running, you know, the way he attacks the game. I'm trying to do that this week. And, obviously, I got, there's a lot of things in the way with COVID. But, you know, I try to be like Taysom. And um, – you know, I think scrambling around a little bit when I need to is uh, is going to be huge. Um, I don't know about any quarterback powers. We'll see. I guess we'll have to see Monday night. Over under fifty yards. Fifty yards. You think? I think he had book runs for more than fifty yards today. I, I think he may have to. Um, 
I'm going 50. I'm going over 50 yards. Now, it could be 51. I mean, I'd win the over, right? So I'm going 50 yards. 800-998-1003. Saints fans want to hear from you on our question of the day. What what are you looking at tonight? How are you expecting tonight to go? Is it you tuning in to watch the disaster? Are you tuning in to watch one of the greatest coaching jobs from head coach Sean Payton and his staff that tops last week because you have 24 players on the COVID list, including starting linebackers Demario Davis, Quan Alexander, safety Malcolm Jenkins, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, in that number tonight will be new LSU head football coach Brian Kelly, who was, of course, Ian Books head coach over at Notre Dame. Yeah, he shot me a text earlier this morning. He'll be there in the box watching the game and, um, you know, wish me luck. And I told him, same to him, obviously, for getting the new job. Excited for him. And, you know, he told me he'd want me to come uh, to Baton Rouge whenever I can get some free time and, and talk with the quarterbacks a little bit and just kind of see what he's got going on over there. So excited for him, and he'll be there, and he'll be in the box um, on Monday night. I got a request if somehow Ian Book pulls out this win, maybe game-winning drive there at the end. Can we get a to the LSU social media department. Can we get a video of Brian Kelly and Ian Book or even Saints social media department? Alex, can, can we get Brian Kelly doing the dance with, with Ian Book, please? It just won't be calling Baton Rouge. It could be, you know, when the Saints go marching in. <laughs> Actually, you know what? People will probably be able to Photoshop Ian Book's face on Howard. And easily dub when the Saints go marching in on that video of Walker Howard and Brian. I want to see it now. I want to see it. I do. Somebody out there listening, go ahead and make it. Handbook, Brian Kelly. The now infamous video of him dancing back to back with Walker Howard. Head coach Sean Payton, I want to go back to what he had to say in terms of getting ready to come back in. I played his thoughts on Ian Book and how this team is getting ready. We touched on all of that and how you plan in a week like this. Yeah, look, we have the video set up here. Um, I was able to watch video at home. Our coaches are planning here. We've had some virtual meetings. We virtual virtually met today. Um, we did get a, a little bit of a walkthrough practice in today. Um you know, you're just you're adjusting and and uh, and doing it, you know, on the fly. Now I know we've had some callers already say, "Well, why hasn't the NFL postponed this game? They moved uh, some other games last week, three of them in total. Why not the Saints? The Saints hate the NFL. I, like I said, I or the NFL hates the Saints. I, I I look at it from two perspectives, really three. A, if moving it to tomorrow Wednesday is going to make that much of a difference when so many of these players, including Quan, tested positive over the weekend, they're not going to be ready this week. Um, definitely not by tomorrow, Wednesday. They, they can't play after Thursday. It's the new week. And if you move it, you're already shortening three games in 13 days. If you move it, postpone it, do whatever. It's more important, the Panther game and the Falcon game. And again, I think it just honestly goes back to how is it going to matter, really? If it took Sean... Seven days, because he was back Friday. Then seven days from somebody like Taysom Hill testing positive Thursday. It's next Thursday. It's it's not going to matter, right? Um, Sean had this to say on what it was like to watch the game last week, the Saints win over Tampa. I'm a little superstitious, so if something good's happening, you continue doing whatever it is. I think every every one of our fans is kind of that way. You know, you don't leave where you're sitting, or you you don't change things up. I, we played so well defensively that um, you just felt that uh, that those points were obviously going to be at a premium. And, and, you know, I'm glad we made the kicks. And uh, I thought in the kicking game we played well. But to watching it at home, it, yeah, it would be a lot. There's a fan element, but there's also, you know, you're kind of looking at what we're doing and, and you're kind of watching how they're responding. So, you can't have any communication, but if you can, you, you got a list of about 20 things you'd, you'd quickly get on the phone with. But um, <laughs> but that's why we've got experienced coaches and guys that have been here a long time. Pete, uh, just a number of guys that, that really stepped up. I don't understand why there can't be communication. You got COVID. You didn't get suspended. 
Like, why shouldn't Sean Payton be able to phone in? I never understood that, really, honestly. I guess you could say, well, he's not part of the active roster, so what's to say that they... And it's different. I'm not saying that somebody can call in that's not part of the team. Your your head coach is sick. I don't know. Whatever. His thoughts on the Tampa win? It was unusual. Um, look, it was exciting, though. I got to I got to say, I was I was. Uh, it was right during, I would say, my two or three days where the symptoms were eh, not the worst, but you know, there's a slight fever, headache, and you, you know, you feel like you have the flu a little bit. But uh, man, it was exciting to watch. Um, you know, someone who's done this a long time, you're just, you're proud of your players, you're proud of your staff, DA, the coaches, everyone that handled it. Um, you know, a challenging, uh, a challenging week, not just with me, but shoot with, with offensive linemen that were out, various defensive players that were out, and Dennis and the staff did a great job. The captains, I mean, you know, that's a good football team, obviously, and a, and a, and a great road win, and it, and it puts us, um, you know, in a real good position uh, with three games left in the season. So I said to Coach Sean Payton on that aspect. Before I go and we get to Rafael Esparza, it's 30 seconds. This is the bite I was talking about. That head coach, would you rather that head coach, fans, or Matt Rule of Carolina explaining away the loss yesterday? I tell our team all the time, it took Jay-Z like seven years. <laughs> it, took, it took him seven years. He had to start his own agency to, to become famous to become an overnight sensation like it takes time um but i i will finish by saying i, I respect the fight i respect cj saunders waking up this morning and being like oh you guys need me i'll be at the hotel in five minutes um we have a good group so there's some good healthy things happening we got to win some games merry christmas everybody happy holiday there you go 32 to 6 the final in carolina sports hangover continues next on espn anyway Waiting for someone to tell you everything Sit around and wonder what tomorrow will bring Maybe a damn ring Well, it's all right Even if they say you're wrong Get holiday ready at Calvin Braxton Ford and see their impressive selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, SUVs, and crossovers. Get 0% for 60 months and 1.9% for 72 months on select models. Calvin Braxton Ford is now offering gas-only oil changes for $39.95, up to 5 quarts. Stop on in at Calvin Braxton Ford's year-end sales event, 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport. Happy Holidays! Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 3 and 2 stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. At BSI Doc Sports is the way to follow Mr. Rafael Esparza, Mr. Vegas. like to call him. Sir, good afternoon to you. How are you? I am doing well. How about yourself? Doing fantastic. University of Miami, sir, becomes the fifth team to withdraw 
a bowl season in bowl game, uh, their game against Washington State, the Sun Bowl, due to COVID, can't field a, a team. So that game was supposed to be Friday at noon, and they can't over at El Paso, Texas. So uh, Tiger Sun Bowl. Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, that's what it was. I, did you know Tony the Tiger had his, his own bowl? Uh, yes, because he's great. Uh, yeah, but Tony the Tiger. Uh, I'm still hearing that they might be trying to fill uh, that uh, for Washington State because you figure some other schools that didn't have problems that maybe couldn't play uh, might want to uh, travel. So I would not be shocked if the Sun Bowl, uh, if uh, Washington State still plays someone in that game. But isn't it kind of fishy that all these ACC teams are, are backing out with a horrible ACC season? Uh, it's kind of fishy. I know COVID. I'm not saying it's not COVID-related, but it's all ACC teams. Interesting. Mm, Virginia forced that cancellation of the game with SMU for the Fenway Bowl. Hawaii's roster issue forced the cancellation of the Hawaii Bowl against Memphis. Boston College uh, scrapped the Military Bowl against ECU, and A&M was replaced by Rutgers in the Gator Bowl versus number 20 Wake Forest after the Aggies were replaced uh, due to COVID. So now Miami uh, is the next one. Um, speaking of COVID, we're going to get to the States game here as well. It, how do you guys factor in all of that when you start making the odds where legitimately it, it affects the gameplay, right? Yeah. I mean, we were, like I, like I said last week, we're just we're putting the calendar back to 2020 and how we're handling bets coming in, how we're handling odds uh, on setting stuff. Uh, and doing it that way is just, uh, we're not, we're not going to accept a million-dollar bet on the Dolphins today, knowing that the Saints are playing a third-string quarterback. We saw yeah. yesterday what happens when a team plays with a quarterback that has not played uh, between Bengals and Ravens. So uh, we're just uh, approaching it that way, hoping hoping and begging that Saints money comes in. And I think Saints money will come in. This number will move to three and a half. Wouldn't that be shocked if we see four? I think a lot of wise guys are going to sit back and see if they can get the Saints plus the three and a half or four. So we might get some money back. Okay. Ravens and Bengals, you mentioned that game. Joe Burrow, 525 yards passing, almost three receivers with 100 yards. 41-21 is the final there. Um, you can you can really see that potential. I know the Ravens didn't have Lamar Jackson and such, but I don't think that takes away by what you're seeing with the Bengals right now. They're, they're growing. They're growing offensively, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I, I mean, he had a fantastic game. You said at 525 yards, but they had the ball pretty much every time. I mean, Ravens were going three out, three out, three out, like there was no tomorrow. So it was not like uh, he didn't have chances to put uh, Tech Mobile numbers. But hey, the Cincinnati team's going to be uh, a force to be reckoned up in this division. We all kind of agree. I think Pittsburgh's going to take a small step backwards uh, uh, next year. Would not be shocked if maybe the Browns take a small step backwards. So Cincinnati and Baltimore. Could be going head-to-head for a while in, in that division. The importance of finding yourself a quarterback. You saw some poor play by Baker Mayfield over the weekend, which we'll get to in a quick second. But yesterday, the other big game, Bills and Patriots, and uh, the Pats were not ready. Buffalo showed up there 33-21. Josh Allen balled out 314-3 TDs. Yeah, I, to me, just thinking that New England was still in their Christmas break, especially in the, in the first quarter. Uh, they just they, they missed a lot of tackles. Defense was lost at some times. I just think they were on Christmas vacation still. Uh, but but big win for Buffalo. Uh, I still think New England has an easy schedule. Last two games are pretty easy. I, I, they still make the playoffs. Tell me you heard the question at the end of the game to Bill Belichick about his New Year's <laughs> resolution. Did you hear this? Yeah. I, I, Hi. Um, football aside, sorry, but I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions, and I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers. Yeah, no, not right now. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Why would you ask Bill Belichick that? How did he not game? blow up? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I will say that's a very polite, That no, not right now. That's... <sighs> Moving forward, Lions and Falcons. Atlanta did everything they could to lose this one, but they do win it. 20-16. Any thoughts on this? Uh, interesting. I mean, if you look at the box score, it was a really hard defensive game. I mm-hmm. didn't watch that much of it, but uh, i got to give respect to the Lions. They were fighting hard. Their defense, uh, Atlanta's a high-scoring team, especially at home. So uh, the, the Lions are improving, I think, week after week. Kyle Pitts, 100 yards receiving. 
in that game. Elsewhere, Jags and Jets, a battle to the death there. Jets winning there at the end, 26-21. Thoughts on Zach Wilson? Uh, I probably watched more HGTV yeah. than okay. I watched uh, the Jaguars Jets. So, I mean, one versus the one for one, Lawrence. I mean, it's, I mean, it's Jets, Jets, Jaguars, and a Jets. I'm, I'm, the, the Jaguars played well. I mean, I'll give them that, but just bad turnovers at the, in the second half. I mean, Zach Wilson had 102 yards passing. Eh? 102. Okay. Jets, Jets, Jets. Was this the upset of the day, do you? Chargers going down in Houston, forty-one to twenty-nine. David, the Truth Mills, two fifty, uh, two fifty-four, two TDs. Quarterback of your Houston Texans. It has to be because everyone keeps on saying is KC the team to beat out of the AFC, and I said it's probably a two-team race. KC and whoever won yesterday's match between New England and Buffalo. Uh, but I said, don't sleep on the char- Chargers uh, a couple of days ago. But now, no, sleep on the Chargers. Because this is what the Chargers do. They win games that you didn't think they were going to win, and then they stink up games like yesterday against Houston. They, they're done. Okay. Rams and Vikings. Vikings go down. Now 7-8 and eight on the season. 30-23, to 23, L.A. winning and clinching a spot. 11-4 um, and four in the season. You know, you look at this and – it seemed like a couple of weeks ago we were like, is Mike Zimmer, you know, on the hot seat? Even he commented on it. He was asked about it here as well. I don't really know what to make of the Vikings other than is LA kind of starting to play like the way we thought they would at the beginning of the season? I think so. Cause if they can run the ball with Sony Michelle uh, that ran uh, at will yesterday, right. then there's going to be a hard out because they still have Cooper. Odell is going to be, uh, I don't think he's going to be that. Seven, eight reception type of guy. Uh, he'll make some big plays and use his speed. But you got Cooper. I mean, Higby had mm-hmm. a good game. They're going to be hard out, but they need to run the ball. If they don't run the ball, then you can beat them. You, ma- you mentioned Michelle, 131 yards rushing on 27 attempts. Matt Stafford just had 197, one TD. So they're not asking him to do a ton in that one. Giants and Eagles, the Sunday morning splash reports. Adam Schefter saying that – uh, Joe Judge, the head coach, and Daniel Jones are both expected to be back next season. No doubt that made Giants fans ecstatic. 34 to 10, Philly pounds them in the city of brotherly love. I'm sorry. If Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers says, hey, you know, if they put New York on that list and they ask them to, who would you want Judge to be your coach? And he says no, then Adam Schefter would be wrong on that tweet. So I'm not 100% sold on Judge and Jones, yeah. but. Uh, well, we'll see. It's going to be a very interesting offseason. There's a lot of big names, quarterbacks, and coaches that are going to be flying around. So uh, I'll give them yay for right now, but that thing can change in a heartbeat. Speaking of which, a lot of people feel this week could be the first week you see firings because the new rules allow teams to interview assistants right now with that team's permission starting what tomorrow, right? Starting this week. Yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh lost what? They lost the offensive alignment coach. Uh, was it Clem that's leaving to go take uh, the Oregon the Oregon Ducks? Okay. Buccaneers and Panthers. Uh, 32 to 6 was the final. I played the Matt Rule bite as to him ending the presser saying it took Jay Z seven years. Is he getting seven days after the end of the season, much less seven years? Uh, he's a Black Monday uh, casualty. Okay. Bears and Seahawks. Is Nagy. Nagy, however you want to say it, making uh, making a statement to don't count me out just yet. Nick Foles with the win, the comeback win, the touchdown pass. Let me tell you what, that catch was incredible yeah. for the two-point conversion to win that game, 25-24 at Seattle. Yeah, and both Bears and Seahawks will be looking for head coaches uh, in the offseason. But Nagy, he's a Black Monday casualty. Okay, Broncos and Raiders. Las Vegas, 17-13 over the Broncos. They win it. Yeah, maybe Carr will be your, your new uh, Saints quarterback next year. Uh, next year, He had a pretty decent game. Uh, so, he's, I mean, yeah, he only threw for 201, but he managed well. Didn't have any uh, heavy turnovers. But they gave him the ball to Jacobs. Again, here's a team. If you can run the ball on the Raiders, yeah. you're a hard out. 129 yards on 27 attempts. I like Carr. I like Carr. Uh, KC over the Steelers, 36-10. to They won eight straight, Raphael. Are we not pay? Are we not... Why do I feel like there's still hesitation to say they're the best team in the AFC? Uh, they're creeping as one of the best team in the AFC. I, I'm impressed with their defense. It gets better and better, and they're playing better teams. I'm not saying Pittsburgh is a playoff Super Bowl contending team, but 
And they played well, uh, especially the two uh, two turnovers in the first half mm-hmm. that led pretty much to the uh, wipeout of the game. You like the fisticuffs uh, better? One-two combo from the two D linemen of Washington, or actually anything you enjoyed in the game? Fifty-six fourteen Cowboys over Washington. Yeah, that fight was the only thing that that led me to the game. I was watching more Christmas movies than watching. Is Rivera Christmas. in trouble? I think they'll give him one more year, uh, but it would not shock me if he's a, a Black Monday casualty. Uh, he's he's creeping on that list. He, he could be one of them, but I still think they give him one more year. Browns and Packers, 24-22. Again, Baker Mayfield just got intercepted again in this game. You know, I, I, I try to sort of defend it a little bit, and, and I think the National Media sometimes is harsh on him. And going into this game, it was, you can't win with this guy. He hadn't been proven to do that because he's up for a new deal at the end of this year. And if you watch that game, I'd be hesitant. Am I, should I be hesitant or should I just say, look, he's, he can be good enough? He just, he played terrible in that game. Yeah, his first day back from COVID, he played terrible. Two of those interceptions were, I don't think, were his fault. Okay. Uh, the other two were. I don't know if how much I would give him on a deal, but, I mean, yesterday was just a, a bad game. He's shown some really good games, but, I mean, you're playing Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, I think, just locked up the MVP uh, win and just because of the way uh, the other quarterbacks and other uh, people play, John Taylor, Brady, still don't know why Cooper Cup's not getting any love. Uh, but it's Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's back-to-back MVP winners. Three final games, Colts and Cardinals there. Here we go. We're, wa- we're watching it again, huh? I mean, the Cards clinched a playoff spot because of the other things that took place yesterday. But they lose again. Kyler Murray didn't look great. They put up only 16 points. This at home. And the Colts had injury COVID issues as well. But they won 22-16. Yeah. And but Taylor, another uh, 108 yards uh, with 27 carries. I mean, they, they were just running the ball and making that top click. Uh, in the third and fourth quarter. I think that's why it was tired. It was about clock management. I think the reason why they won that game more than, uh, their play of the game. 49ers and Titans defend Jimmy G. Uh, Saints new quarterback next year? No, no, I said defend uh, him because the way he oh, played, oh. I don't want, I want to know if I want him because th- that game's over. San Francisco had a chance to put Tennessee away yes. and he throws a pick in the end zone. Yes, uh, I mean, yeah, he had one bad throw through for what, three over three hundred yards. Go. But yeah, he, they, they, he needed a, that win. That was a big, that could have been a really really big road win if they, he, he doesn't throw that pick. All right, that leads us to our final game, sir. Dolphins and Saints. The over under thirty seven and a half right now, sitting at three. Some places have it three and a half. Yeah, I mean, if this goes up to four, I might take a look look at the Saints just to wait because I think defense is going to be the the big key here. But we saw it yesterday, just yesterday screams when a quarterback that has not seen any action play a game, the offense doesn't just move well, and I think that's what could be the death of the Saints tonight. I kind of like the Dolphins, but I'm not laying three or three and a half. I think the value's gone. I think we might see points scored in this game. I think the total's a little bit low, even though it was 9 nothing last time we saw the Saints play. The total's a little bit low. I'm going over 50 yards rushing for Ian Bulk, and he will throw one touchdown pass in this game. Yeah, he's going to run the ball. I, I think he'll he'll I think he'll have more yardage than Camaro will have rushing yards. I think Camaro is going to be involved with a lot of passing, screen passes, and slants. I'll have both more rushing yards than Camaro because Camaro is <laughs> going to be catching the ball a lot. Rafael Espars, as always, appreciated, sir. Always good to hear from you, and we'll touch base again towards the end of the week. Take it easy. Have a fantastic week. You too, man. At VSI Doc Sports, the way to follow over on Twitter, YouTube's got a little TV show. Hanging out with the bookie or something like that. I'll eventually remember the name. It's the Sports Hangover, 800-998-1003. Rest of the hour is open. If you'd like to chime in, Saints fans, help me out here. How are you looking at the game tonight? What is one thing you're looking at the game? How, how much hope do you have? Can you give the Saints any chance? Let's discuss that next on ESPN New Orleans. When you're sick, you want to be close to home. World-class medicine doesn't require a trip to the city because the best care is close to home at Thibodeau Regional. We're continually adding new services, and our team of physicians has grown to more than 250. That's a lot of doctors. More doctors, more services, treating more conditions. And keeping more families healthy. 
world-class medicine right here close to home at Thibodeau Regional. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? With nights getting longer, it might be time to refresh your headlights. You'll see better and drive safer. Why not try Sylvania Silver Star Ultra Bulbs? They have the furthest downroad light, and right now you can get a $10 AutoZone gift card by mail or email when you buy two. Visit one of our 6,000 stores or order from AutoZone.com for same-day store pickup or free next-day delivery. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Can we talk talk sport? Real sport. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. So Saints did sign a quarterback. Back over the weekend, uh, Blake Bortles will be in a Saints uniform. He is the backup to Ian Book. So you got quarterbacks never played. The quarterback that just got here may not know the playbook. But anyway, this is uh, Peyton on Bortles. We're familiar with the player. You know, he he was he was up this year for Green Bay when they had uh, an injury to Aaron um, last year with the Rams um, in the same way. Um, so he's had experience in different offenses. He was out here practicing today. Um you know, we'll we'll get him up to speed and, and figure out the things that he's most comfortable with in the event he has to play. Can you imagine if he has to play? <laughs> Look, it is what it is tonight. It is what it is tonight. 800 998 Want to hear from you Saints fans, though, because I definitely want to. Like I said, I, I am looking at a, a few aspects of it. You still have Cam Jordan, Davenport, you know. Uh, he was always on the injury report last week, but should have them. Pete Werner's seen some action, of course, not having Demario Davis and Quan Alexander. Not ideal when it comes to your linebackers. You, you still have your corners. That sort of helps here as well. I, I don't think the, the defense is as, quote-unquote, decimated. Um, I don't know. I... Here's your D-line. Nick Underhill put what he thinks is available going into tonight from NewOrleans.Football. For the D-line, Marcus Davenport, David Onyemata, Cam Jordan, Albert Huggins, Shy Tuttle, Braxton, Hoyt. That's your D-line. At linebacker, Pete Werner, Andrew Dowell, Zach Bond, Sheree Finch. I'm assuming Werner and Bond will be your starters. Maybe Dowell as well. He's had some, some nice games. At defensive back, you have Bradley Roby, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, Marshawn Lattimore, Ken Crawley, P.J. Williams, Paulson Adebo, Marcus Williams, Bryce Thompson, Jordan Miller, Dylan Maben. That's your defense. All the specialists are there, Gillikin, Maher, and Wood. On offense, at quarterback, this is your room. It's Ian Book and Blake Bortles. And running back, you do have Ingram Kamara, Tony Jones Jr., Adam Prentice, Josh Adams. And wide receiver Marquez Calloway, Traquan Smith, Kenny Stills, little Jordan Humphrey, Ty Montgomery, Kevin White, Aesop Winston, Kawan Baker, Malcolm Perry at receiver. Tight ends, no Johnson and Troutman, but you do have Nick Vanette and Ethan Wolf. That offensive line, Cesar Ruiz, Caleb Manuk, Teron Armstead, James Hurst, Calvin Throckmorton, Eric McCoy, Forrest Lamp. That's his name. I'm not even going to lie to you. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> that sounds like one of those um, games you play, huh? Somebody to hand you something and has to announce your name over the microphone. Lamp forced. I'm not making fun of it, right? <laughs> that's what you got going into the game. 
tonight. So how confident are you, Saints fans? What is it you're looking at? 800-998-1003 could also respond and reply to our question of the day on that. Jeffrey on Twitter. Survive to play next Sunday. Again, we were touching on it earlier in the show. Why is this game not postponed? Why is it not canceled? Why? What, what is going on here? Well, again, Sean came back, what, seven days? Right? Friday was announced, and he showed up Friday to the facility. So we had to test back in, whether it's 7 to 10, essential. Let's say it's 7. Asymptomatic, the quickest you can come back. Well, for guys like Quan Alexander and stuff they did it over the weekend, even Taysom Hill last Thursday, they won't be ready till Thursday. Right? You started seeing a lot of names on the COVID list Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They're not going to be ready Tuesday, Wednesday. They can't play this game Thursday. That's the start of the next week. Aside from the fact that you have a game scheduled this Sunday against the Panthers. Now, it's been moved from 12 to 325 national audience. And by the way, the Panthers have placed six players on their own COVID list as of this morning. That number will likely grow. Again, the Saints are at 24 coaches and players total. So when you look at it, do you want to play three games in essentially, you know, 13 days? I mean, I, where are you moving it to? <coughs> You're not, the, the roster is not going to dramatically or drastically change tomorrow. Even if you feel better, you, you can't come in. Wednesday, it's not going to change. I still don't think you have taste so much. And oh, by the way, you've been practicing with Ian. So I, it's not going to change anything. At this point, like Jeffrey, I'm with him. Play tonight. See what happens. Maybe we can cope with a couple of fun stories tomorrow. Interesting highlights to talk about. Did you see that play? And then on Wednesday, we're talking about this team getting ready for the Panthers. And what is Matt Rule and them doing? Saw Cam Newton, saw Sam Darnold yesterday in the game. They don't have a clue what's going on. They can't score. Hey, get healthy and go take care of business in your final home game against the Panthers. Stay alive. You're going to need some help. Five teams have clinched in the NFC out of seven. You're playing for two spots here. Green Bay. Dallas, Rams, Yuccaneers, Cards. Now, I know the Cards lost, but other teams losing put them in. So that's your playoffs right now. Where are the Saints heading into tonight's game? They are eighth. That loss at Philly. Yeah. So Philly's eight and seven. Niners are eight and seven. Need both of those teams to lose at some point here. The Saints are seven and seven. Minnesota seven and eight. The Falcons are seven and eight. So don't lose it. If the Saints lose today, they will be behind the Vikings. They will be behind the Falcons. Minnesota, better winning percentage in conference games, and the Falcons have beaten the Saints. So they're eighth currently. They will be tenth tomorrow if they lose. By the way, I'm reading this. Again, you're playing Atlanta, final game of the year. If it came down to the final spot, you need Philly to lose. Problem is, you can't control your stuff right now, especially if you don't win tonight. In case you're wondering, because I know I am, Philly's last two games (coughs) at Washington next week, Cowboys in Philly. The final game of the season. Now, Dallas is in the mix to try to get the number one spot. So, you know, if you're sitting there going, hey, are they going to rest players and stuff like that? I I don't think that's the issue where Dallas is right now. I think they probably want that first seed. Right? Who wouldn't? But that's where they are. At home against the Cowboys to wrap up the season on January 9th, January 2nd at Washington. 
So that's Philly's final two games. And again, right now, Packers have a one-game lead, 12-3. and Do you see the Packers losing the final two games? This is something that they would think about. Now, here's a good thing about it. The Packers on Sunday will take on the Vikings. That is a team you need to lose. So come on, Aaron and the Packers. They have a ton to play for, trying to play for that number one seed. They play the Lions the last game of the year. I think Green Bay will win out. Not saying that Detroit couldn't beat Green Bay, but they're playing for that one seed and making everybody come up to Lambeau in the cold. So that's where they are. As for the 49ers, I don't know if you're going to be able to pass them up either way or shape or form here. As they will play the Texans and the Rams, their final two. So the Texans and the Rams are the 49ers' final two games of the season. Now I know the Texans, again, upset the Chargers. This is going to be in San Francisco on Sunday. Then they're at the Rams to wrap up the season. Just depends who's resting, who's not, what's realistic for these teams to be playing for or not. That's kind of where it's at. So you need help if you're the Saints, if you don't win tonight. But taking care of business the next two weeks puts you in contention. But you're battling for two spots right now. 49ers got the six spots. Texans and Rams, and right now in the seventh spot is the Eagles, Washington, and Cowboys, their final two. Saints, of course, Panthers on Sunday, now 325, and the Falcons in Atlanta on January 9th at noon. Sports Hangover continues next. We'll touch on the Pelicans last night. Their four-game winning streak came to an end, but more importantly, there was an injury to Brandon Ingram. We'll touch on all of that and more next on ESPN New Orleans. It's the Big Finish Sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. On August 29th, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985-446-3333. I'm Matt Ori, And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage. The cleanup continues from the recent storms, and we want you to know that nobody can get a metal roof or metal building to you faster than Reed's Metals in Brookhaven. For all your metal building components, Reed's Metals has it all in stock. Roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlins, and more. Our metal building frames are American-made steel, all put together by certified welders. Metal buildings and everything you need with quick delivery, too. When you call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven, 601-823-6516 or online at reedsmetals.com. Yes, Ms. Tubbs. Uh, no problem. I'll call someone about the plumbing. One of Beatrice's properties needs a new superintendent. Someone with handyman superpowers and a concierge alter ego. Does anyone know any good electricians near Parkville? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. What would you say you do with sports? Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 
800-998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversation again last night. Fortunately, Pels go down in Oklahoma City. Pelicans losing 117 to 112. And you had a couple of scary moments in the game earlier. Really, the Brandon Ingram injury was the, the issue. As nine minutes in, he pulled out and complained of soreness in his Achilles area. Uh, head coach Willie Green after the game on really kind of the whole process of, of what happened there. This is what he had to say. So let's hear from him and then we can discuss. Uh, not yet. Um, I'm sure he'll, he'll get imaging uh, soon and then we'll know more. Now, the conversation was brief when he came out of the game. I just saw him uh, kind of limping and, and he was wincing. I asked him, was he okay? And uh, he asked for a sub, so we got him out right away. And one of the other elements of it, too, was, okay, well, did he complain of soreness or was he bothered by his Achilles going into the game? Not to my knowledge, he wasn't, no. All right. So, that that's a hit. You're hoping that for whatever reason, that soreness is not something that lingers the team. Again, not only the obvious, has won four straight started playing well behind him, but he was playing sensational. Uh, becoming a playmaker, really helping people out, and and not only himself and his game playing well, but again, just being that facilitator in so many areas. The team was starting to figure out a way to learn to win clutch games, clutch minutes, big shots, trusting one another without Zion. I am a very confident person. Good luck without Brendan Ingram and Zion. That 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 that's a blow I don't know you can recover from if he misses an extended period of time. Remember earlier in the season uh, another injury took him out for what seven games. I have no idea on the latest update here. I have no idea as to how long a time, how long you rest sore I don't know. We'll see if there's an update today. Tomorrow, they take on Cleveland in the Smoothie King Center. We'll have four tickets to give away tomorrow for that game. And it just stinks because, again, you were starting to get moving on here, man. As for the game, again, Willie Green, d- down players, the fights that they showed. Uh, I'm, I'm extremely proud of the effort, the competitiveness, uh, the resiliency of our team. We went out. We played together, lost Brandon early um, in the game. And so all of our guys went out and, and stepped up and played hard. Just We just came up a little short. Remember, no Valanchunas as well. Um, He hadn't played for two games. Didn't make the trip to Orlando on Friday. Non-COVID-related illness. And he didn't play in the Oklahoma City game. So Billy Hernan Gomez, 14 points, 23 minutes in that game last night six rebounds two assists look Jackson Hayes played nice 19 minutes 15 points six rebounds an assist and a steal you're gonna need that especially with Val again this team didn't have Valanchunas this team didn't have Brandon Ingram in that game it's just tough and he's only lost by five in a game that at, at, at one you know won't know, you know, how they played. So, solid effort, I think. But here's what Willie Green had to say on what he's seen from Jackson Hayes and that performance. I thought he was great defensively to start, um, especially when we we switched with his group, um, one through five. He was great staying in front of the ball. Uh, He played with a ton of energy, setting screens, diving. His dive impact is huge for our team. Uh, so proud of, of Jackson's effort, his competitiveness, uh, just all-around game. He came in and gave us a huge lift. Who else has been playing nice, especially the last couple of games since he's been back from injury? Josh Hart. I've been seeing a couple of Pelicans beat reporters and, and bloggers and such going back and forth. Lonzo Ball's numbers at this point last year to now. Is Hart better for the team? Things of that nature. Bottom line is if you're having that kind of conversation with somebody that started 
he's making an impact, right? And we touched last week with the graph and others, you know, Najee Marshall, his minutes. Is that why you're not seeing them and things of that nature? But look, Josh Hart last night, 29 points, 10 rebounds. That's a double-double for him. He had three steals as well, a block, four assists in 38 minutes, 10 of 17 from the floor, six or six from the line. That guy did everything possible to try to get that team a win yesterday. Here's Coach Green. To your point, his leadership all season has been phenomenal. And tonight uh, was a, was another step in that direction. He, he's been great for us, been great for our group. He's playing at an, at an extremely high level. Um, and we're going to need him to continue on that trend. Uh, but I'm proud, like I said, I'm proud of our guys. Uh, just disappointed that we came up a little short. And here's the other element of it, too. Um, I dare say. Sato scored, but he had, a, he had a better game against Orlando, just two points yesterday. But you saw Sadoransky with some help uh, in, in the game against Orlando on Friday. But Garrett Temple, 22 points, six boards, an assist, a steal, two blocks, 35 minutes of action. And again, with these injuries that continue, unfortunately, if B.I., I'm assuming, is not playing tomorrow simply because he took himself out with Achilles soreness. You're probably going to rest him a little bit. But, you know, again, it, it helped that at least Temple stepped up a bit. Coach Green. Garrett is another one of our leaders. He, he's done it um, for 10-plus years in the NBA on multiple teams. And so when he gets the minutes and he gets the opportunity, he takes the, he takes advantage of it, full advantage of it. And, and we need his his play on and off the floor. Um, tonight was no different. He came in right away when Brandon went out, and he just played huge for us. Temple on a phrase that you're very familiar with here in New Orleans. Unfortunately, next man up. Uh, keep playing. It's winning time. You know, shoot the ball with confidence. Uh, trust trust your teammates. Uh, get stops. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we played pretty good defensively. Uh, weren't able to get over that hump, you know, early on to get down the way we, we did. Put ourselves in a tough hole, and then obviously you lose B.I., to climb out of that hole would have been even tougher for us. We, we, we really battled. I'm, I'm proud of our guys. Uh, and, you know, at the end of the game, just told them, let's start another streak on Tuesday. Hmm. Here's Josh Hart again, 29 points for the Pelicans on seeing players continually uh, to go down. Um, yeah, you know, obviously that, that that's tough. You know, I was, uh, you know, I came out and I kept looking back or, you know, seeing, you know, I, I was thinking he was just like in the tunnel or, um, just over there, you know, just, you know, frustrated with something. But, um, you know, I think I finally turned. I think I looked at like Brew with somebody. I was like, oh, be I, be I hurt or something? He was like, yeah, he's out. So, um, obviously, you know, that's a bummer, especially with how we were playing the last, um, you know, four or five games. Um, to, to have, you know, you know, bodies down is always tough, but, uh, you know, we're going to keep growing and keep building. And, you know, when we're uh, fully healthy, you know, times like this will only benefit us because guys are able to grow, to have more opportunity, more reps, and, you know, it, it's going to help us. So, you know, right now the biggest thing is getting back healthy and then, you know, just going on a run. As we wrap up our number two, <coughs> it really is, excuse me, um, incredible, isn't it? <laughs> Pelicans or Saints pick a pro franchise. I mean, they – the curse of the injury bug. Everyone's dealing with COVID, so I really can't say it's just really affecting them. It's affecting everybody. But I, I, I just I can't wait for the day, and it will come. It will come. I can't wait for the day, though, where both teams are healthy, have their full complement of players at least for a week. <laughs> can we just do it for a week? It'd be nice to actually see what can happen here in NOLA. Hour two is in the books. The question of the day is real easy. How are you watching this game? Larry Holder's going to kick things off. Marlon Favorite as well. We'll open up the phone lines again at 2.30. So think about it. And when I come back to you at 2.30, be my offensive coordinator here. How, how, how are we using Ian Book tonight against this vaunted Dolphin defense, a team that's won six straight, two attack of Aloha for the most part. You're going to have a good chunk of your D. You're not going to have your starting linebackers, though. No Demario Davis, no Quan Alexander. Can Pete Werner, Zach Bond do enough to help them there? Do, you, do we need monster games from Cam Jordan here? How do we affect Tua? Be my coordinators. What's your game plan tonight? How are you expecting to watch what kicks off here at 7.15 in the Caesars Superdome? So we'll do that at 2.30. Next two segments, though, Marlon Favre at 2.15. Larry Holder of The Athletic is next on ESPN New Orleans. 
name a new era. TGMC is now Terrebonne General Health System. This change reflects our transition to more of an all-around healthcare partner 